On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder have another all-star in Chet Holmgren. That's how he's playing even as a rookie. The Thunder take care of business and look legit against Memphis. What comes next for the Bricktown boys? We'll talk about it all on today's Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member, editor in chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Hello Thunderpod. Email the show, Hello Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're diving into the Oklahoma City Thunder having another all star on their roster in Chet Holmgren as all star voting opens up. Just how good has Chet Holmgren been? Can Chet Holmgren be an all-star this year? And more as the Thunder take care of business against Memphis, but the road does get tough ahead in the next five games. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Check out Game Time. And when you do, you can download the Game Time app, create your account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Again, thank you for making us your first listen. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from, including on YouTube. Also, check out the Lockdown Sports Today YouTube channel, uh, which is a national uh, YouTube channel, which is a streaming 24-7, a constant stream of all of our latest shows, uh, of the biggest stories from our local experts. So we have you covered there as well. Now, the Oklahoma City Thunder welcomed in the Memphis Grizzlies to open up this holiday homestand. It's tradition in December, just loading up on home games. And so uh, this is no different. They played at home against uh, uh, Memphis on Monday. They'll play at home on Thursday and on Saturday. They'll play at home next week after Christmas, uh, all leading up and capped off with uh, that New Year's Eve game against Brooklyn. Between there, there's one road game, uh, which will be in Denver. Speaking of in, in Denver, prior to kicking off this holiday homestand, the Thunder went to Denver, a very tough place to play, with the altitude, playing the reigning champs, you know, Jokic and a fully healthy uh, Nuggets team. They went to Denver and they were able to beat the Nuggets in an emotional come from behind win where SGA hits a buzzer beater. So you get that big win on the road. SGA hits the buzzer beater, Chet Holmgren with eight blocks, and he looks awesome. And, you know, you knock off, you know, one of the contenders in the NBA, one of the few teams who who without a shadow of a doubt is casted that contender status on them. Then you come back to the Paycom Center and take on Memphis, who is the complete opposite. I mean, this Memphis team, one more game until Ja was able to return. And even besides the Ja suspension, they didn't have Bismack Biombo. They didn't have Marcus Smart. They didn't have Derrick Rose. Didn't have Brandon Clark, didn't have Luke Kennard, right? Didn't have Steven Adams, like didn't have all these guys because they're dealing with so many injuries. And they are one of the worst teams in the NBA. And so the to go from the epic highs of a game winner in Denver to 
look, now you've got to play Memphis and you just got to simply take care of business. Like it's a must win game because you're staring down the barrel of a very tough five game stretch after this one. So you've got to bank a win here. You stole one in Denver, bank a win here, and now you're really sitting pretty. To be able to do that and do it so well is a testament to this young Thunder team. We talk a lot about development being about when they beat great teams, but not stumbling in these games is also a part of development and a part of what in totality makes a good team a good team. It's avoiding being trapped in these sort of games. So the Thunder go out there and you know, to Memphis's credit, you know, they got out to a, to a hot start for their standards uh, in this game. They grew a six point lead. Uh, they were hitting shots early, but then they never hit shots again. <laughs> they were hitting shots early, but then they finish with made field goals sitting at 42 and they shot, they shot 45% from the floor. I'm sorry. That's the thunder. That was the wrong number. I knew that was too good to be true. The, the Memphis made 30 field goals and shot 35% from the floor in this game. Like that is just egregious. They were just jacking up threes. They barely, I think they made like 12 shots inside the arc. The Thunder dominate points in the paint, 58 to 22. The Thunder dominate second chance points, 9 to 6. The Thunder dominate fast break points, 17 to 8. I mean, this was just an all-around good effort from OKC to win at 116-97. It never really, yes, the the, the six-point punch from Memphis was fine, but it never felt anyway but over in a positive direction for OKC. They forced 22 turnovers, and the Thunder only gave it away 12 times. The Thunder grew a 31-point lead, only one lead change, only three ties in this one. They truly did go in and take care of business at home against Memphis. And a large part of that was due to Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren played 24 minutes, but my goodness, in those 24 minutes, he was as active as you've ever seen him. In 24 minutes, he went two for four from three, shooting 50% from the floor, on his way to 17 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, and seven blocks. Eight blocks in Denver, seven blocks in this one. And the blocks were not just ho-hum blocks, and there are such a thing as ho-hum blocks. But it was showing off his elite recovery skills and showing off his ability to single-handedly protect. You saw where, like, Memphis is attacking downhill and shot fakes, check goes up with the shot fake to try to wipe away that shot. And then Memphis pulls it back down, dumps it off uh, to the dunker spot. And what should be an easy dunk is still a block for Chet Holmgren because he's able to land, flip the hips, and go block the shot at the cup from the dunker spot. Like that pure ability to have that second jump in such short order and to recover so quickly is why the Thunder are able to protect the rim so well. And then, you know, blocking Jaron Jackson Jr. at the height of, of his little push shot, like that. That's tough to do. T- 
to rack up seven blocks. He had the one where uh, he's coming clear from from the opposite slot of the three point line all the way down to the rim and just rejecting it in a in a in a weird kind of half court chase down block of sorts. Like this was just a great job by Chet Holmgren, and he is having an all star level impact on this Thunder team. And he is playing at an all-star level, even though he's a rookie. And I know it was tough for rookies to make the all-star game. It hasn't been done since Blake Griffin in 2011. It's really, really tough. But if there ever was a rookie to get into the all-star game, it's Chet Holmgren, who's already one of the best big men in the NBA. Like there are, there are few and far between big men who you'd rather have on your roster right now than Chet Holmgren. And so I think that it is impossible not to be encouraged with where Chet's at right now. And because of where he's at right now, it has to make you feel better about the Thunder in the both long and short term of this season. And we'll talk about all that coming up. But first, I want to say right now, but good friends over at eBay Motors. But first, I want to say right now, but good friends over at eBay Motors. Folks, they have it all for you. eBay Motors is great. They have it for you to have your guaranteed fit right on time, no questions asked. And they've partnered with our good friend, Josh Lloyd of Lockdown Fantasy Basketball to help you bring your fantasy fit of the week, perfect fit for your fantasy team, no matter if you're playing daily or season long or uh, scouting the waiver wire, whatever you're doing, uh, you can go check it out today with Josh Lloyd's number one pick uh, from eBay Motors. And that's, of course, uh, a team full of Brendan Pazimski, Tari uh, Eason, Grayson Allen, James Wiseman, Malachi Branham. Me personally, I think if you can get Tari Eason, you're going to want to do that because he's going to put up points for uh, Ime Udoka. And if your fantasy league values those, those blocks and rebounds as well, he's going to get those for you as his minutes continue to climb for the Houston Rockets. So check it out today uh, with the Motors pick of the day for fantasy. It's Tari Eason eBay Motors is awesome because with over two with over 122 million parts to choose from, your number one ride or die, you can make sure it stays running smoothly with brake with brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, and more. Uh, you can make sure that you have what you need for your ride uh, to make sure that you're burning rubber and not cash. Check it out today at eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit. All you got to do is put your make, your model, your year into the database, and they're only going to show you car parts that are compatible with your vehicle. It's awesome. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's eBay's guaranteed fit, only available in U- for U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Folks, what a time this is for the Thunder. We are sitting here, and you look at this roster, and there's already an all-star lock, right? Like SGA will be in the all-star game. Uh, he, he has his sights set on a much bigger accolade, uh, which would be how how in the thick of things he is of the MVP conversation. But Chet Holmgren can also reach that all-star status this year. You go down his impact as a rim protector, as a score, and just everything that he touches 
for this Thunder team. So when you're looking at Chet Holmgren, the, the sure numbers of like 17 points, eight boards, two assists, and a pair of blocks a game while shooting 52% from the floor, 36% from uh, beyond the arc, and 87% at the charity stripe. Like that's all well and good. But then you can dig deeper. He ranks in the 87th percentile in overall offense, 75th, uh, 77th percentile in transition offense, 86th percentile in man defense, 81st percentile as a pick and roll roll man, 97th percentile on cuts, 65th percentile in isolation. Like that's all offensively, and that's all the way that he's contributing on the offensive end. But then, you know, he's knocking down 39% of his catch and shoot attempts. He's converting at the rim at a, at a 69% clip. He's been a microwave success offensively, and you flip it over to defense, and you can see how he's able to produce such high block numbers. But not only that, even the shots that he disrupts, where the shots do get off and they do get toward the rim, opponents are still only shooting 50% at the rim against Chet Holmgren. That is an insane number. He's also top 20 in win shares per 48 minutes. And he is just the key difference maker for why this Thunder team is having such dramatic success. This was the 10th seed last year. This was a team that finished two games below 500. And yet this year, they have a 17-8 and record, three games back of first place in the West, and they look the part. They're 8-4 and four on the road, 9-4 and four at home. They're top five in offense and defense and net rating. They're a top 10 clutch team in the NBA. They're 2-0 and oh in overtime games. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. Like This team looks the part. This team looks legit. And as a team who I would say, if you're predicting it right now, you have to predict will have home court advantage, at least for the first round of the Western Conference playoffs. A Western Conference in which everyone has dubbed an incredibly tough from the word go on this season. And yet this team, as young as they are, is navigating that. And they're taking another quantum leap. And it's in large part due to Chet Holmgren. So I think that he has a legit case to be an all-star. Now, he might end up being a case like SGA a couple years ago, where we all thought SGA had a legit case in an all-star spot a couple years ago. He didn't get in, but he still was playing at that level. The bottom line is Chet Holmgren is playing at an all-star caliber level. And if this is where he's starting his career, for a guy who all you hear about is how hard he works, all you hear about is how much time he invests in learning and getting better at basketball. If this is his baseline level of quality in the NBA, then you should be doing cartwheels on the street if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Because the sky is the absolute limit for what is possible for this Thunder team. And he changes what's possible for this Thunder team, both now. And in the future, seeing how good he's been so fast, it's no longer crazy to believe that this Thunder team, you know, could win their first ever playoff series since Kevin Durant left this season. Now, that's not to say they're going six or seven series in a row, right? But they could win one. 
you know, find me the matchup in the first round that you believe the Thunder would be outright just no chance to win it. You can't do it. There's not a first-round matchup where you would just simply tuck your tail and run. So if this is the starting point for Chet Holmgren, it is impossible not to see this, the, the, you know, this, the ceiling of this team. Because, again, this first round, it's impossible to find a matchup where you just say, okay, there's no point to even, even get excited about this matchup because there's no way the Thunder win. The Thunder can win uh, you know, a lot of their possible first-round matchups. Now, can doesn't mean that they're going to, but they can win. There's a legitimate shot. Already this year, for, for what is the second youngest roster in the NBA and, 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 and for all of the, you know, how good they were supposed to be or expectations or whatever, that's, that's all been shot right past by this Thunder team. And so it is in, incredibly exciting for this Thunder team. And Chet should be an all-star this year. You know, if you just look at the seasons that have, had, that have unfolded so far to this point, you can't find much better than Chet Holmgren. You just can't. Now, there's still ways to go. <laughs> you know, it, it feels like this season's been a whirlwind and that it's just gone by in a blink. There's still ways to travel here. But if this continues, Chet's not only an all-star, but this team is legit. Now, what does a legit version of this Thunder team look like? For one, I think that they'll finish top four in the West. But past that, I can't promise much playoff success because I, I do hold the, the true belief that you've got to go through the mud a bit in the playoffs. You've got to learn your lessons and take your lumps and do all those things. But in the meantime, you can really enjoy the next 75% of the season until it gets to the postseason, and you and you then can just sit back and evaluate because there's going to be players who unexpectedly get better, unexpectedly get worse in the postseason. We're going to see how Mark, how Mark handles his first playoff series and playoff run. It's going to be fun one way or the other, and we're going to cover it all here on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. But this Thunder team did a great job of taking care of business against Memphis. You know, and then uh, SGA, had 30 points. He was the, the field goal percentage is a bit misleading. He only shot 44% from the floor, but the end of that third quarter, he was just uncharacteristically shot hunting. He just wanted that 30 piece really bad and he got it. He got it at the very end, but he was just jacking up some shots at the end. Uh, nine rebounds, five assists, four steals in this game. Uh, Josh Giddy, look, as I've said, you'd rather be good against uh, these bad teams than bad. Uh, I mentioned and predicted after the after he was, uh, you know, good earlier that like that like you know Denver was a bad matchup. Now he has a chance to build on on these uh, on these things because I think that like you know anyone can have a, a good game here or there. No one is saying that Josh Giddy is so bad he was incapable of having a having a sixteen point night with ten boards and four assists and a steal against a. Uh, against a glorified G League team that had you know, a couple pieces. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, and Desmond Bain and pieces like that. But like overall, uh, a very bad Memphis team. Nobody should be shocked that he's able to do that. But it's 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 growing the consistency when doing so. That is the important part for Josh Giddy. And so in these next five games, like can he get consistent uh, against two LA teams and uh, New York and, and the teams we're going to preview coming up? But 
But credit to him, of course, you'd rather have a good game than a bad one. Uh, the most encouraging part being the rebounding numbers was, were huge from him. The only player to have double-digit rebounds uh, for OKC in this game, he had 12. Uh, that helped a lot for the starting unit. But overall, uh, it's going to take consistency from Josh Giddy uh, when doing those things. But overall, the Thunder took care of business. Nothing was really too overly dramatic to write home about, about this game other than, hey, they did their job. And you'd much rather do your job than not. But coming up, we're going to preview the next five games for OKC, how tough they are going to be, plus talk about what's to come on Lockdown Thunder as well. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Game Time. Folks, Game Time is great. Go there right now. Use code LOCKEDONNBA. When you do, you get $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is awesome. And the reason why I love Game Time is for nights like Thursday, whenever, and, and Saturday for that matter, where you're sitting around, you know, it's the holiday season. You probably got family in town. You're probably traveling. You might be traveling to a different part of Oklahoma. Do I want to travel to OKC to watch this game? And the Clippers on, on Thursday are on the second night of back-to-back. So the Clippers injury report will not be released until sometime in the afternoon. And even then, it might be pretty vague. So, like, you might be holding out of, like, ah, do I want to do I want to commit to going to the game before I know if Harden's playing, if Russ is playing, if Kawhi's playing? Well, you can wait because of game time. Game time gives you the last-minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. So with the last-minute tickets, with the flash deals and the zone deals, they have you covered. That's why I love using it for the NBA. They have sports, concerts, movies, comedy shows, everything that you can need a ticket for, they have it. But I love, personally, the NBA side of things because you can wait and find out uh, who's in, who's out before you make your decision uh, on if you want to go for the last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. They even give you a view from your seat so you know before you buy just exactly what to expect once you've arrived. Go download the GameTime app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Again, create your account, redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Go download the GameTime app, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Lockdown NBA, $20 off your first purchase. We're back on the Lockdown Theater Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Well, this is going to be fun. So first, check out Lockdown Sports Today, which is a 24-7 channel on YouTube streaming all of our shows so you get every local angle of the biggest stories in sports from our local experts. Uh, but tomorrow on Thursday, you will hear from Derek Parker as we do a Festivus pod where we air our grievances, but then we get, it gets a lot better as the show goes on. So stay invested in the show tomorrow uh, because then we dive into should the Thunder make a big trade? What should it, what you should expect from the Thunder team uh, this season and more on Christmas day, you'll get a podcast from Michael Martin and I, where we just run through a ton of fun holiday stuff on Christmas Day, plus mix in Thunder content, so be ready for that as well. And then on Friday, we're going to recap the Clippers game, and on Christmas Eve, we're going to recap the Lakers game. So a lot of podcasts are still to come between now and Christmas Day, and of course, past that as well. We'll be here here for you every single morning, every single day, because the Thunder aren't stopping. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms, including on YouTube, so you never miss an episode. These next five games for OKC. Look, I think the Thunder are legit. I think the Thunder are a top four team in the West. But my goodness, if they get through this gauntlet at three and two or better, 
of this next five-game stretch where they're playing the Clippers, Lakers, Wolves, Knicks, and Nuggets, if they get through that stretch three and two or better, then there are no more reservations. There's no more caution. There's no more wait and and wait and see approach. If they can handle this stretch, then they are legit and they are just even better than advertised currently. That's not to say if it goes the other way that like there's some reason to think the sky is falling. But if they can maneuver Clippers, Lakers, Wolves, Knicks, Nuggets, then they're going to be able to uh, handle the rest of this season in a, and be set up in such a prime position. Like by the end of that stretch, if they do that, they'll be they'll either have gained a ton of cushion on their two seed, or they'll be the top top team in the West after Christmas. That is just jarring for what the expectations were. And you get the Clippers on the second night of back-to-back coming in from Dallas. You get the Lakers just before Christmas, who, you know, you never know what their energy will be playing in Oklahoma City. You get Minnesota, which is a tough, tough, tough test, but it is at home. New York, you know, the Knicks will, will be interesting to see how they handle Brunson and, and Randall and them. And then on the road in Denver, where you just had a phenomenal game last week, could set up for another special showdown at the end of this five-game stretch. What a, what a ride this is going to be. That's going to be a special time for OKC to kind of prove themselves and, and a good litmus test for what they can be moving forward. On that podcast with Derek, we talked about trades. We talked about kind of what the trade deadline could look like, both big and small. Uh, but after those five games, I think that either direction will ratchet up in their in their sheer volume of their takes and their opinions. Uh, so thank you all for joining us on today's show. Again, Festivus on Thursday, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Clippers recap on Friday. Lakers recap Christmas Day uh, Eve, Christmas Eve. Christmas Day will be with Michael Martin. And then Tuesday, we'll, we'll get reset for the week and, and move forward. Tuesday will probably be a mailbag podcast, so you can get your questions in over the holiday uh, weekend. And so until then, be good and be good to one another.